Cairo for Moms podcast is a podcast dedicated towards women and children. We will be sharing tips, tricks, and stories from the clinic that may help you navigate your daily life of being a mom, a woman, and all that that entails. If you'd like to catch up on happenings at the clinic, along with highlights of other episodes, you can check out our Instagram, at Cairo for Moms and at Cairo for Kids. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Motherhood Weekly. Today, I am joined by Carrie, and she has brought her daughter in, Pippa. I mean, I can't even stand it. She's um, the sweetest little two-year-old. And so she's going to talk to us a little bit about, we're going to talk about digestion. We're going to talk about morning routine and kind of just like some, you know, I mean, like this morning, it was hard for me to wake up, but there was a morning struggle. <laughs> um, and just kind of how chiropractic potentially has been helping Miss Pippa. So welcome, Carrie. Thank you for joining us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yes. So Pippa, talk to us a little bit about, let's start with digestion. So Pippa was having some Pippa has a a different medical background first. We should say that Um, she has some other medical stuff going on, but one of the things that she was having help with was aid in going to the bathroom. Um, So we've been, how long have we been seeing Pippa? Uh, I want to say probably June-ish. Okay. That sounds about right. Yeah. 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 And we've been seeing Pippa quite frequently about, I think the longest we went was was it, did we go four weeks in there at one point or did we, is it, has it been every two, two to three weeks? Well, when we first started, I feel like your recommendation, which I appreciate, but it was like once a month. And I said, I think so too. Let's do and I, I love that. I love that. I'm going to stop right there because I'm like, okay, let's adjust her. Let's, you know, see what, see how she does. Yeah. And you're like, no, she needs to come more. And I'm like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> And so since then we've been seeing Pippa pretty frequently every other week, every couple of weeks. Yeah. So talk to us about where Pippa's digestion was when we first started and where she's at now. And now again, based on some medications and stuff like that could be a cause for some of Pippa's digestion, but we haven't had to do the Miralax and the more, more of those aids for her. Yeah. And I would say just high level again, she's a complex kiddo. She's one in 3 billion, which maybe that'll tell you something genetically, but, um, and she had uh, tethered cord surgery, which is her spinal cord in January of this year. So, um, which essentially is kind of where her, we think her digestion issues started and she does have because of those nerves and they weren't, um, I think attached properly is probably or doing the right the right things that they're supposed to is probably the right terminology. Um, she's had a lot of issues with um, with going number two, and we talk about poop a lot in this house, and we weigh it on a daily basis, which is probably not the norm for most. Um, but she also has an adult sized bladder, so with that because of the nerves in the spinal cord. So we think that because of the size of the bladder and the nerves and just in general, um, she seems to have developed and is developing at a very slow rate, although consistent progress, um, that that's probably part of it. So 
Um, and I started seeing Dr. Kayla, I think we just mentioned probably June, July of this year on recommendation from our previous OT that we had had for about a year and a half and said, uh, because she has some sensory, we think she has some sensory things after being in the hospital and the NICU for about three months. Um, so with that, that, that is kind of her digestion has stemmed and has been kind of the root cause of um, most of her issues when I say issues is that like she'll wake up in the morning and even just trying to poop or trying to pee is is an event and you can mm-hmm. tell so um, since starting and again I think we did we did do once a week for probably that first four weeks and now we've been doing every other week mm-hmm. um, I feel like we've seen a significant change. And again, even talking to our urologist and our GI doctor, we see all of her specialists at Mayo um, down in Rochester, they, based on her last scans and scopes, they're like, don't change anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, and mama instinct too. You're like, no, we have a good thing going. Let's keep it going. Yeah. 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 So keep, keep going with that. But um, it seems absolutely to have helped. Um, I don't know how deep you want me to get, but we have struggled for the past, I would say year and a half since Pip has been home with these quote unquote morning episodes where Mm -hmm. it would going to the bathroom would wake her up. Um, and if she was backed up and didn't have a poop a day because she's on, uh, she's G tube fed and is fed with real food blends. So really, really good food. Um, but because of that, she needs to poop every day, but if she didn't, it would back her up. So, um, those morning episodes have gotten better. And I feel like every time you see you're like, how was the morning? How's the pooping? So um, that has gotten significantly better. And then um, who knows why, but like mid July or late July, she had, um, because we're really careful with COVID and she's immunocompromised as well. She um, randomly got a virus, um, which actually sent her to the hospital for three days. Um, But since then, yeah. And I told her, we don't need any more of that. No, we don't need any more of those. <laughs> um, those have, it's subsided. So, um, and essentially the morning is trying to push the pee, um, and trying to get those nerves working and trying to move that poop. So, mm-hmm. um, I really do think that, um, between the cranial ser- sacral therapy and the adjustments, mm-hmm. um, absolutely. I feel like have, has made a si- significant difference and it's pretty fun to come. I know. I was just going to say, we we love seeing you. I'm always every Thursday. I feel like every other Thursday, I'm like, yes, it's my Pippa day. Um, But the reality is like when, you know, sorry, there's a gnat in here. We're like going all crazy. (laughs) Um, You know, the reality is like, we're just, I'm here to help support the nervous system as best we can. And then Pippa's body is going to do the rest. And so kind of what we were talking about before we started recording is in chiropractic, unfortunately, we're not going to know for certain that chiropractic is what helped aid her body to present with better digestion, more, which leads to morning, you know, a better morning routine, just because we're not, you know, we're not, we don't have all that funding, yeah. but I'm okay with that. I don't need that. Um, and so that's why I always ask you about the morning routine and the digestion, because those are some things I feel like that chiropractic typically benefits people from, you know, we remove the interference of the nerve information can get to the organ, the tissue, the muscle, the cells, your body functions. So, um, I love, I love hearing that too. And just the, 
um, you know, structurally too. So Pippa, she scoots around a lot. She's doing so good at, you know, every time she's in here now, I feel like she wants to stand most of the time. Cause she's like, um, Dr. Kayla, look at what I can do. Like I'm a big girl now. Um, and I love, um, your husband shows me the pictures of her walking all the time. And he's just like this super proud dad. And I love it. Um, but making sure that her hips and her sacrum and her pelvis is all in alignment so that she can do that to the best of her ability. Um, which is, I know you guys see all the people for that stuff too, but, um, so I feel like that's, you know, making her happier too, that she can move about more comfortably too. So. No, it's an integral piece. I mean, she yep. does we go to children's for orthopedic, but that's once every six months. And it's yeah. really, what I've found a lot is, um, and not all, not every doctor, cause we've gotten a really good mixture of of um, more natural medicine and chiropractic and natural uh, medication and also Western medicine. So, um, and I do believe it's a mixture. um, There's a time and a place for everything. Yeah. Well, and you had even mentioned Miralax. I remember one of the, one of the initial GI doctors we had went through and I won't name, but it was try this medication, try this pill, try Miralax, do more Miralax. And the more I read about this stuff, and again, you just kind of take it in as, okay, well, that's, they're the doctor and they should know best, but um, it can actually make everything worse. Like it can make the poop soft and yes, move through, but it can interfere with, um, well, with the functionality just in development of what we're really working towards. So um, I remember I was probably about a month ago and her pooping has gotten better. So I hadn't had to use it, but I remember us having a conversation about like, she does do something called Omni Boo drops, which are natural, um, to soften, but we were looking at something different because I was recommended milk of magnesia, which I think you can maybe find one that doesn't have a bunch of crap and dye and something that, um, essentially relates back to bleach. Um, so yeah. <laughs> I wasn't about to get rid of that, but we had talked and you had done some research and sent me some things that our GI doctor potty wise, I think was one of them that she was like, yeah, I'm interested in seeing how it goes. Yeah. Um, I have that on standby, but because of what we've been doing, um, she hasn't needed it yet. So, um, but I think just important when you're going through these things with your kiddos, especially medically complex kiddos is really to just to be open to all different types of things. Mm -hmm. And if you can try the things that, you know, won't have major side effects, um, and maybe aren't a prescription first, um, that's what you got to do. I mean, relax there's just time and a place. She needed at some point for a short period of time, but there aren't studies done on relaxing kiddos at all. And then let alone long-term use. So, which is pretty scary. And that that was going to lead me to kind of to our closing here. I was just going to ask if you could give us a piece of advice to, I mean, this is any parent with any, any child on any level, what, how would you say, what either piece of advice have you been given or your own instinct or your own research on how to be your child's best advocate and kind of say like, no, we're not going to do this because you guys see some of the best doctors, right? And so how, what would you say to a parent who is trying to advocate for their child, again, on any level, what would be your biggest piece of advice to help them be the best advocate that they can be? Uh, Well, I think probably two things. Number one, to your point, like, you know, your child the best, you're with them 24 seven, you know, if, and she's nonverbal, Peppa's nonverbal, so she can't physically tell us, you know them the best. And I think 
regardless uh, if it's a chiropractor or if it's, you know, uh, a physician at Mayo that's a specialist, it's yes, you guys have had the, the training and the experience. However, it has to go hand in hand. And I feel like I learned that within a week of being in the NICU and realizing maybe they don't know everything. Um, and it should be a partnership, I think. So um, I've, as far as research, yes, you can go online. Um, a lot of what has helped me is actually connecting with other families and other parents and other moms, um, just via like Facebook groups and searching like what's worked, what hasn't and finding some other remedies and finding people out there that have, have some of the same experiences that I think gives you the confidence to to have those conversations. And I think even when you're in the office, don't leave the office without knowing, regardless of what, off what office it is, whatever the specialist is, is without getting all your questions answered and then make a decision after you've had a second to digest it and talk to your partner or you know you think it over yourself on what to do and the way forward. Um, I think just so often it's, and especially I've never dealt, my husband and I, we've never been in the hospital before. We were super boring before Pippa. <laughs> and now we've been thrown into this whirlwind of stuff and it's easy to just be like okay this I guess this is what we're supposed to do and um I think taking a hold of that I think just helps in the rest of your life is um is feeling that you can be more in control and not at the mercy of what everybody says you should do um and making your own decisions so that was amazing that was that was absolutely awesome and I just want to say I'm a crier but I'm not going to cry I promise but <laughs> Dr. Mariah's over here like, <laughs> but like, I truly, okay, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I truly wanna say though, that you guys truly do inspire me. And I look up to you guys in so many ways. Um, and it's not because you have a medically complex child. Like, I mean, I love Pippa. I look at Pippa like any other child because she's a patient of mine, um, but you guys are doing an amazing job. And I truly, truly mean that as a mom of three, like I, sometimes I'm like, I wonder what Carrie would do. Like, she just seems like she's got it all. Like, seriously, like, and even Byron, your husband, like, is it, it's Byron, right? Yeah, your husband. And like, when he comes in here too, I'm just like, he like just told me that he like didn't sleep. And here I am like walking in the office, like, oh my gosh, I didn't sleep last night, like my kid. And he's like, let's go Pippa. Like, he's so, like, you're just, you've been dealt something that you don't want any, other parent to ever have to fathom and you're doing it so well and you're a true inspiration like seriously I every time and I'm not just saying this because you're sitting right in front of me but every time you guys leave I'm just like I just feel like what whatever you believe in but I just feel like God put you guys here for a reason because I needed you more than you needed me <laughs> and I truly truly mean that because every time you guys leave I'm just like like that's all I needed for the day. Like if I didn't see another patient all day, I'm like, yeah, she just dope. makes it so easy. It's, I think, and again, we've, I've never, never been around this in any capacity, but we've had some really, really tough days. And for a really, really long time, um, I mean, imagine having your kiddo, having the flu every 10 days for five full days for almost a year. Um, and choking at home. I mean, I could go on and on and on about the stuff we've been through, but um, to see her, to push so hard and to come where we are right now, mm -hmm. her, like I would say 95% of her day, if, if not maybe 96 is just happy. And it's easy to, I mean, and we don't always have it together. Trust me. It's literally day by day. That's how we live our lives. Yeah, none of us do. <laughs> 
Um, but from where we've come through and how just crappy it was, I mean, if she feels good, that's really all that matters. We can deal with hearing aids and Mm-hmm. developmental delays and glasses and all of the above and a walker and all this stuff but um having her smile and having her feel good is like I don't even care which is one of like one of the reasons why we ended up um you know starting with you is that like we've exhausted all options and it's like well what if it works what right. if it helps even if it helps just a tiny little bit absolutely it just makes it all worth it so absolutely and I just I love what you said that going back to and then we'll end I promise because we could talk all day (laughs) um but I love what you said about doctors have their knowledge but they don't know my child like I do and I think that's we're gonna get a lawnmower here I think that is the biggest thing and that is what I always tell parents mama instinct trumps everything so Thank you so, 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 so much for joining us today. It's, it was a pleasure. It always is. Hopefully your husband is getting some more sleep. The poor guy. <laughs> I sent him to OT this morning. So no. <laughs> and all the husbands for that matter. <laughs> all right. Thank you guys for listening and join us next week for another episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of Motherhood Weekly. Stay tuned for new episodes.